This is the On Call Podcast. Your home for sports, news, pop culture, tech, and the obscure. And of course, your host, Michael Meyer. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. This is the On Call Podcast. This is episode 30. Although you guys haven't seen the other ones because they haven't been released yet. Because I'm a slacker and delaying on how quickly I do my episodes. Because starting tomorrow, I am on call and can no longer drink and have fun with my friends that listen to the show. Now, as everyone knows who listens, I'm a nurse. I do call one week a month. And then Nicole broke it down for me. 25% of my life is spent on call. And then when she told me that, I was borderline offended and sad because it's true. A quarter of my life, I'm on call. But today is a new day, and I'm actually joined in in the little on-call pod studio, signed by Concepts AD. Some great people. They provided if you know we we've been working together, and they did the awesome sign for my mom for her graduation party. The on-call podcast hoodie is getting shipped. So during the PC build video coming out next week or the week after, depending on how shitty on call is, you guys will see their work in clothing. But I'm promised that that quality of that material is going to be phenomenal. I'm told it's Under Armour-like material. It's going to be super cooling and wicking. That's not bad. And today... Is for the people on uh, watching on YouTube, you guys get to see my friend there in the bottom left corner, old Marky Mark, my cop buddy. What's up? Now, everyone knows I'm a nurse, but uh, Mark Mark wanted me to check his blood pressure today, and you know yeah. what? It's time for a little something special right now. Oh, oh, no, it's not going to play. With the latest on health for yourself. Are you a doctor? Listen, I'm not really prepared for this. I haven't sterilized my hands. Mike Meyer slices and dices the latest trends for better health. Doctor. 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 And doctor. Do I have a tumor? This is Mike's medical check on Gonzo Radio. Well, there, Marky Mark. It's time for your medical checkup. Yeah. You had me check your blood pressure right before we did this. And your blood pressure was scary as shit. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. 183 over 123. So now for anyone who decides to watch this, don't let your bottom number get to triple digits. If you can avoid it, we have now discussed with Mark, just, you know, maybe after this recording, go on to 
to the ER or something. It's yeah, I'll I'll definitely get it checked <laughs> out because it's one of those things where it's like I was taking care of it there for a little while, um, and then I had a lot of things you know going on with the divorce and some you know buying a house and everything like that, and so I kind of put it on the back burner, but. It is something that I need, you know, to be more, you know, on the front front lines. Life gets in the way. Yeah. Cheers. How's your water? It's good. It's good. So this will be a little bit of a shorter episode because, oddly, this is one of the few times I've recorded during the daylight hours. Recorded one last night with Lowell. This one's going to be coming out probably around the 27th or so because it's going to be hard to edit because I'm going to be on call. And IV yeah. medications and everything, it's fucking terrible. The people who watch on YouTube, though, are going to be privy to something quite early because this is episode 29. 28 hasn't even been released yet. I figure since old Marky Mark here is a cop... We would discuss a fun little topic, but before we get to that, mm-hmm. this pandemic has changed everything for everybody. Besides that, since the last time you've been on, mm-hmm. we've also experienced the George Floyd thing. Yeah. As a cop, has there been any drastic differences for you? Um, not not really where I work because where I work, it's it's more of a small, small town type. You know, a lot of the people, they they know, you know, they know the cops there. So um, there's really no hostility towards police or anything like that. Because um, I work in a neighboring agency is where, from where we, you know, you and I both live. And I know here recently in the um, here in this town um, that they've had one. I guess it was an isolated incident where somebody threw a rock through the back of a patrol car. Oh, that's right! I forgot the there. one on, yeah, uh, on McCall. McCall. Yeah, I I the only so, reason I heard about that was because of a fucking Facebook. Yeah, I decided to check the pages, and they talked about someone threw it. Was that over by uh, Duncan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right there on the curve. I'm wondering if that was just more than drunk asshole. So, well, I mean, it, everybody's seeing what's going on and going, you know, they want to add to the, the whatever. Yeah, everyone's the social justice warriors, the people that want to, the people that only contribute to a a cause when it's popular. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I'm thinking because generally Charlotte County does not have a terrible public presence. No, no, not a public presence. No, it's, it's pretty good. And I haven't heard anything bad actually about your precinct, or, you know, your city. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's pretty quiet out there, um, honestly, but um, I mean, we get our, we get our calls every now and then, but. Um, for the most part, it's, it's actually been pretty good. I mean, we had, uh, 
Um, last weekend, what's today? Today is Thursday. 20th. It was last Saturday. We had a, a guy with a knife just walking down the street. Um, and they had to, they actually, they tased him um, just due to the circumstances of how many people were around and everything like that. So um, a lot of, a lot of people, they, they think that like, you know, first thing a cop goes to is a gun you know that's no i mean with us it's just it's it's called situational awareness i guess you could put it it's safe depends yeah so um they tased him got the knife from him um and he actually um met criteria from talking to his mom with everything like that um he actually he was baker acted um instead of thrown in jail and treated like another person with a knife you know he was baker acted and um hopefully he can uh get the treatment he needs that's a safe hope yeah do you now as a cop do you do i'll uh, deal with a lot of mental health issues yeah is it how that's a l- incredible layman's way to put it how Percentage-wise, would you put it 20, 30? It really depends. And honestly, I mean, we have a joke. We, You know, we say it's like, oh, is it a full moon out? You know, like, why are all these oh, crazies yeah. coming out? You know, but like um, like last, was it Monday and Tuesday? Just in those two days, we had five in the whole county that got Baker acted. And usually that's about maybe four or five months worth. You know, but we had five in one in two days. Oh, but, um, Jesus Christ! Okay, but but it just it's 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 hard to, you know, for us. I feel like you know, if we did have a little bit more of, I mean, we do have it's crisis called crisis intervention training. Um, so we know you know they they actually teach you there at the um, uh, behavioral health center. That's where you actually get the the stuff, but. Um, it's like a crash. It's like a week long course. So you really, you learn a little bit, but you don't know enough. I mean, obviously I'm not going to be able to be a doctor in, you know, mental health, but I mean, I just, I, I you know, I want to know, you know, how I can help these people rather than just sending them off to a doctor's office to go get medication, you know, but um, oh, so so you want to learn de-escalation techniques? I would, yeah, I would, I would want to learn a little bit more, um, you know, just to just to be able to um, talk to people. And um, I feel like the front end, there's a lot of stuff to um, kind of deal with mental health, um, but there's not a lot of follow up with it. So, like in our area, like I know, you know, once we deem them to be, um, or they meet the Baker Act criteria, we take them to the, the behavioral health center and we just drop them off, you know, and then they go and they do their treatment. But then after that 72 hour holding period, they're back on the street, you know, who knows if they're taking their medication the way they should be, you know, who knows if they've talked to a psychiatrist about their issues that are going on. Um, nobody holds them accountable for that. So I feel like, you know, having something, you know, like a sort of a social worker to follow, like an in-between 
yeah. uh, transition program for yeah, it. Yeah, because, I mean, I know you, you guys have, you know, once people get out of the hospital, they're in your guys' care for X amount of days, and you guys take care of it and make sure that they get their stuff that they need. But I feel like with mental health, they don't have that. They just put them back out on the street, and then they're back, you know, doing what they what they normally do. Sadly, I mean, if they have a home and they can arrange home health, that is the the, the majority of the time mm-hmm. they have a home, we come and deal with it. And as an RN, although I'm not specialized in psych work, mm-hmm. we do we line up a, a social worker to set up yeah. local resources. We arrange to make sure they see a neurologist mm-hmm. and we follow up after their neurology appointment to make sure that they have a secondary. We get to monitor all of their psych meds Mm -hmm. for the next few weeks. And as since I've gone to home health, I've realized the, one of the biggest things that we don't have is a good neurology department. Mm -hmm. It's fucking terrible. And it's one of the reasons that personally I would vote for uh, more of a socialist medicine only because there is zero help. There's, Mm -hmm. Three neurologists within a hundred mile radius of here. You th- you think three neurologists can take care of? Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Especially with everybody that you know. I mean, times are tough right now. A lot of people are going through a lot of different things. I mean, um, just this pandemic and in, in, as the forefront. I mean, you have people that that that's that's all they're dealing with, or you know that they have family members that are dealing with it, and. You know, I don't think that mental health is considered as much as like physical health. Is. So true. I think that's the, the. So that's where that's where I you know from where I work, or from what I do, that's it's all it is is we're taking you know we we have a criteria you know are they going to harm themselves are they going to harm others um, are they are they coherent do they know where they're at do they know what time of day it is do they know you know what's going on you know so those are the questions that we kind of ask um um and if you know if they're sitting there talking you know thinking that they're back in the 20s again you know that's not really you know that's not really where they're where they should be but um so just little things here and there that i would think that would help rather than um, dealing with it every, you know, three weeks, having somebody, you know, Baker acted, you know, just, I don't think that that's the way to go about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it wastes your time. It's not so, like if, if it would have been probably yeah. followed up from discharge, you wouldn't have been called back three weeks later yeah. to have to deal with it to yeah, someone who's not adequately trained for it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's just, there's this one girl, um, I'm not going to name any names, but she, I mean, we're constantly she's been Baker acted ever since I, I've been there for almost three years and I personally have Baker acted her six or seven times. Holy shit. Yeah. So, you know, she's either walking in the middle of the street, walking down, you know, a major highway. Um, one time she was, she had, she was in the bed going behind the bed and saying that there's um, scorpions coming out of the walls you know, so, but, but yeah, it's just mental health. I don't think is is being looked at on both ends, as far as like um, 
on the law enforcement side of us having to deal with them firsthand and then in, in the, you know, the healthcare the side, healthcare side. Yeah. Is she also a drug user? Um, like she doesn't, um, she's not, she, she doesn't do hardcore drugs. Um, smoke pot. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get that. That's uh, lucky for her. Mm -hmm. The amount of people I've dealt with that have resorted to hardcore drugs to mm -hmm. try to calm the voices as they say. Yeah. It's actually a really high number just because they just want the voices to stop, but they mm -hmm. don't have the resources to even find it. Yeah. Shit, that six or seven times, that doesn't count the times that you weren't there, someone else saw her. Exactly, and, and I'm a, I, I work 16 days out of the month, so that's only half the month. So, but... It's fucking sad. Yeah, there for a little bit, um, we kind of, like, didn't know where she was at because her family... Um, her family is currently... It's a good thing, that's the good thing, too, is, is her family, her grandmother... Um, is currently in the process. She actually wanted to get um, some information and stuff from our victim's rights advocate and um, documents of some of the stuff that we had um, of the Baker Act, you know, incidents um, to try and get, because she's, she's 19, 19 or 20, I believe, but they want to get, um, not custody, but she wants to get, um, what's the word? Like a representative, um, like a legal, yeah. like to be the, like the power of attorney yes. to speak for her. Yeah. Oh, so this um, six or seven time person that you've done is fucking young, fresh out of high school young. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I so, was thinking thirties. Yeah. No, she's, she's about 19 or 20 and, um, and her grandmother, I mean, it's, it's a good thing that, I mean, she has family that actually, you know, wants to help her and wants to be there for her because some of the, some of the people that, you know, that we do, that we take to the um, facility is, is like they're either living out on the street, you know, they're, they've been strung out on meth for, you know, 16 years, um, you know, or, or they do, or they go, or they want to get Baker acted just so they can get the medication. I've had that too, to where people have, have, you know, their, their thing is, is, well, well, I'm going to kill myself right then and there. We have to, I mean, I can't, I can't go against and say, oh no, I don't believe that they will. And then I walk away and then three minutes later, as I'm pulling off down the street, Bam. they go and they kill themselves, you know? So it's like every one of those that, and they know that some of them, they just do it because they want the medication and they can't afford the medication normally. Yeah, so, psych meds aren't cheap. Yeah. If you so, don't have insurance, if like, again, now that's where social work comes in handy because we can line up state government assistance, but like they don't have it. If you mm -hmm, don't know, mm -hmm. and if you're schizophrenic, which she sounds more schizophrenic mm -hmm. and. Oh, she definitely has some bipolar tendencies. She has, um, schizophrenia, um, she has a couple other, yeah, it, yeah, the whole list. She, I mean, I, but w from what I gather is, is she's been like this her whole life. Yeah, you, you know, and um, it just some of the things that she, I don't know if it's her childhood that you know, what it was, but I mean, I'm not 
I'm not the one to be there and say, and, oh, and neither well, am I. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? College so, degree still above my pay grade. Like I didn't take, once yeah. you become an RN, you have to take special courses and certifications to be certified in mental health. Mm-hmm. I don't know as far as her history, if it includes violence, mm-hmm. but when you're schizophrenic, it's typically not even truly shown until like your twenties. But if she had childhood trauma, it could cause different neurogenic pathways. And it's fucking crazy Yeah. to be, that's why I was surprised when you said that she was fucking 19. Yeah. I don't, we really need a lot of money in the government to, and speaking of my cousins are up from Rockford, Illinois. They close one of the only, um, psych units in the facility, in the, in the area. And that's only 30 beds and they just shut it down without warning. They literally just discharge the patients and like, sorry, we had to close. We didn't have any, any more government assistance. Sorry. Well, that's like the, if you go out on 31, Mm -hmm. there's a, the mental health facility out there. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever, have you ever been out there? No, I haven't been there, but we've sent patients there upon discharge through Bayside up in Sarasota. Well, they closed that place down. No shit. Yeah. And this, well, this was back, I don't know if that's the same one because this one was out on State Road 31, Mm -hmm. um, out in the middle of cow pastures. Yeah, BFE. And they closed it down and literally just kicked all the people out. They just let them loose. They, they They didn't go and transfer them to another facility. They just told them to leave. And I found that out from one of the, um, there was a guy, because I, where I work, I, I usually go and walk downtown. Like, I walk all the businesses, try to meet people, everything like that. Well, there's, like, two guys that I thought were homeless, but they just, they decide to live in the woods. I mean, you know, they have a house, but, you know, well, they, I take that back. They have a family member that they stay with to go get showers and everything like that, but they don't want to be dependent on them. Mm-hmm. And so they hang out downtown. So, I mean, and they're not, they don't, they're not destructive. They're not, they don't just go out and, you know, destroy downtown, but um, they just always hang out down there. So I got to talking to them and everything like that and got to meet the caregiver of one of them, which was his, his ex sister in law. Right. Okay. And so um, she was telling me, yeah, about how they closed this place down and, you know, they just kicked everybody out and expected them to go and do whatever. So, like, she took him in, um, started caring for him, and and um, it just it's it's insane what you know this, just the mental health, con you know with everything going on, I feel like it's opened up a lot more people are dealing with it. Just now that everyone's stuck stress. home, yeah, I guess, yeah, because of the stress and everything like that of everything going on. Um, not being able to understand, you know, what to what to do with everything. But, um, I mean, times are tough right now. People are losing their homes, their jobs, everything. It's just, it's really rough. Jesus Christ. I didn't expect this, the somber turn of the episode. But I do think it's something that needs to be talked about. So, with that being said... Uh, rather than having this topic in the same episode, I'm going to stop these so I can have this as a separate episode 
because I want to send this to uh, my friend Rob Tarswell, who's a neurologist up in Canada. And I think it's something he's going to want to talk about. So this has actually been uh, another episode of the On Call Podcast. I know it's a short one, but just think about all your loved ones. Check in on them because a lot of psych issues don't manifest until your mid to late 20s. And if you have a younger person in your life that's going through these things, just think that there's a good chance it's going to get worse. And she, she or he is going to have a lot of really tough stuff in their life and try to find them help. Write your local congressperson and get this shit taken care of because it's, it's serious. Mm-hmm. I've taken care of many psych patients whether from previous alcohol abuse that causes, you know, parts in the brain to not work the way it's supposed to, whether it's a really young person who you think is just an asshole, there's a good chance their brain is growing and their issues just haven't manifested yet. Psych units are shutting down right now. Mm-hmm. And it's not something to be taken care of. It's, it's not something to be taken lightly. Check in on your loved ones who you just don't know. This has been the On Call Podcast. Looking on your loved ones.